What's up, youth? It's Pastor Aaron. Stoked for you guys to listen to this message. Check it out. Uh, the title of my message today is God's Goodness. God's Goodness. Um, cool. Um, and just uh, like a brief, like, almost like a warning. Like, my message today might be, there might be some stuff in it that's like a little intense um, or a little like, whoa, that's a lot. Um, so just kind of br- brace yourself. I'm not going to like share too many um, like gross like, how many of you guys don't like blood or don't like, like, needles or something like that? Some of you guys? Yeah. I'm not going to, it's, like, intense in, like, that kind of way. Like, gross stuff. Um, so, like, if it's, like, a lot, like, just kind of, like, buckle up. Like, I'm not going to, like, overshare or share too much. Um, and if you guys have questions, you can ask me after. Um, and it's a little bit serious today, but I'm going to try to keep it light um, because of that. But um, how many of you guys have been... Um, when you look back at your life, whether you're like, I'm only like 12, I haven't lived a full life, or whether you're like 16, 17, almost done with high school, and you're like, I've lived a full, a full 17 years, um, how many of you guys can like look back at your life, and you're like, that, this day, and this month, and this year, like that was a moment that changed my life forever. Do you guys have days like that? Yeah. Some of them are good. Some of them can be like, oh my gosh, like that's the day that like I moved to California, and I have this whole cool thing. Or for some of you, like, maybe, yeah, okay, Natalie, yeah. Um, for some of you, maybe it's like, no, like, this is the day that, like, this friend of mine, like, lost their life to cancer or something like that, and, like, things were totally different after that. Like, there's both good and bad things like that. Those are, like, hallmarks of your life, right? Like, days that you'll never forget. Some people have, like, dates. Um, for me, one that I will always remember is April 23rd, 2021. Um, because that was the day, and I've shared this in youth before, um, that I got in this really bad car accident, and I totally could have, like, not been here today. Um, and I don't, like, share this all the time, because I'm like, well, I don't need to say it all the time, but, um, something pretty crazy happened in between services, um, that when it happened, and I'll share with you guys in a minute, when it happened, I was like, okay, like, the Lord is doing something, like, I need to, like, share, like, my testimony with this in second service, even though I didn't in first, like, I need to share my testimony with this and, like, share this story, because this is kind of crazy, but backstory, you guys know in, like, TV shows when it's, like, flashback, and it's, like, woo, like, that's what we're doing, we're closing our eyes, it's, like, woo, April 23rd, 2021, um, basically, uh, that day, I was coming home from when we had Friday Night Youth, uh, and we had like 75 kids there. It was like the most kids we'd ever had on a Friday since COVID. Um, and I was juiced. I was excited. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. I was like on like an emotional high. You guys know when like, like maybe after a sports game or after church, where you're just like, I could do anything. I could run through a wall. I could climb a mountain. I could, let's, let's fly to Asia and climb Mount Everest. Let's do it. Like you could do anything. Um, I was like feeling that. Um, I was like, God's so good. We have all these kids here. They're on fire for the Lord. Like, this is awesome. Um, I remember, so I'm leaving church that night, um, and I'm driving in my car. And I don't remember all the details because I hit my head. But basically, um, I'm driving down Camino Tassajara. It's about three blocks that way. Um, And apparently what happened was, I don't know how it happened. I think maybe it's because I was reaching for something on the floor. Um, I don't know what. But apparently, um, as I was driving my car down the road, um, something happened where um, I veered a little bit to the left, and my car hit a median, which is that you know little island in the middle of the road. Hit a median. Um, my car flipped, and it hit or my, hit a median that moved my car towards a light pole, and that flipped my car. Um, so it was pretty crazy. Uh, my injuries were like not that bad. Like I had got like stitches right here, like I got staples right here, like those got removed, um, and then I had like some like road rash on my back. Um, and basically, like my testimony with that is insane. Like if you guys want like. Other details, totally feel free to ask. But basically, like, in those, like, that, like, night, 
I went to the hospital and the doctors were like, we're not even impressed with this guy's injuries. Like nothing really happened. Like he's totally fine. And like, I totally could have been like way worse. Like they're not like, I talked to my doctor after the fact and she was like, yeah, like I'm not going to say that you should, you like, you should, you should have not been here anymore. Or you should have died, but um, you definitely should have been off way worse. So like April 23rd, 2021 for me is both a day of like, oh my gosh, like I could have died but also a day that I look back on and I'm like, wow, God is so good that like he protected me from that and like miraculously made sure like my injuries were not that bad. Um, but in between services, like literally, my, I don't even have a message today. This is literally just me sharing a testimony and then we're gonna close and worship at the end. Um, literally, like 45 minutes ago, I'm standing like outside in the lobby in between services and I'm like, okay, like I have to do this for second service in my brain. Um, and Pastor Victor walks in with this guy. He's like, tall, like huge, like six foot six, like super broad shoulders. And I look at him and I'm like, I, I know you. Like, I'm like, I'm seeing him like, I, who are you? And like, he looks at me and Victor's like, hey, like, this is Luke. I'm like, hi. And he's like, I was the paramedic who like saved you from your car accident. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh my gosh. And I gave him a hug and I gave him a second hug. And I was like, hi, like, thank you. Like, oh my gosh. Um, and there's a couple cool things in that, but basically um, what he was telling me, um, which was cool too, because apparently, and this is like all the things I'm sharing today, I just want to share as a reminder of both how good God is, how present he is if he feels far away, and like how much he answers prayer. Um, like a month ago, I had prayed and like completely forgot about it because it wasn't a prayer request that I was like, oh, I'm praying for this. Like, you know, there's prayer requests or like things that you're calling back and forth with about God where you're like, oh, I'm praying for healing for this. And you pray that like often. Or like, hey, I'm praying like my friend would come like to see you and come to get to know you and you pray for that friend often. This was like a prayer request that I just like kind of like threw before the Lord and was like, all right, God, like I have this desire. Like it'd be super cool if this could happen. I asked God a month ago. I had been like, God, like I would be super cool if I could, because I was praying for these people. I was like, it'd be super cool if I could meet the people who were like involved in like saving me from my car accident and just thank them. Um, and then today, like, that guy walks in, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I completely forgot about that prayer request. So number one point that I want you to take away from today is that God doesn't forget your prayer requests. You might, but the Lord hears every single thing you say to him. God is with you in every single moment, and he doesn't forget anything you've ever asked him. Like, he is with you even, like, there are prayer requests from people that I know who have been praying for healing for things for, like, decades. And they're like, yeah, well, like, maybe the Lord won't do it. But, like, God still hears that prayer request. Whether or not he does it or whether or not something else happens, like, that's only for him to know. But, like, God hears every single prayer request, every single word you say to him. God is with you all the time. He hears you no matter what, even if he feels distant. There's something about faith where it's, like, people say something where people talk, or words are coming out of my mouth. Um, people, like, sometimes say stuff like, oh, well, like, maybe, like, I don't really feel like God is there. or I don't really feel like he's with me. And those feelings are valid. Like, you can totally feel that way. However, like, there are seasons for me, and, like, I'm a pastor. Like, there are seasons for me where it's, like, okay, I feel, like, very distant from the Lord. However, like, feelings aren't facts, right? Like, I might feel distant from the Lord, or you might feel like you're not hearing from God. However, like, know that just because you feel like God isn't with you doesn't mean that he isn't. God is with you in this moment right now. God is with you in your highest mountain, and he is with you in your deepest valley. Um, so, yeah, that's the first thing I want you guys to get, get from this. But going back into my, like, little testimony, um, apparently, so I'm talking to this guy in the lobby of the youth ad, like, 45 minutes ago. Um, and we're talking, and he's like, yeah, so, like, how are you? And I'm like, what? I'm here. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. Like, thanks. Um, 
And then I gave him another hug because I was like kind of in shock. And then I gave his wife a hug too. I was like, thank you. Um, but basically, um, like that guy's looking at me. He's like, yeah, so like how long were you in the ICU? All this stuff. Because like he was like, yeah, it was super bad. Like to the point where like he went back and looked at the car after. And I was like, how long was I in the ICU? Like I didn't even go to the ICU. And like I was in the hospital for like four hours before I went home. Like what are you talking about? He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, like I had road rash. And, like, there was, like, staples here, and, like, there was, like, stitches. And, like, that's all, like, pretty skin-deep stuff. Like, yeah, it's, like, a lot, and it's scary, but, like, nothing, like, kind of, like, freaky, right? And he was, like, and this is where it gets a little gross. So if you, like, are kind of, like, squeamish, like, maybe brace yourself so you don't get squeamish. I don't know what to say. But basically, um, what he said to me um, is that, dude, like, you had, like, a skull fracture in behind your head. And I was, like, what? No, no, I didn't. I did not. Like, no, I didn't. Like, because when I got to the hospital, they did, like, like MRI scans, whatever kind of scans, ABC scans, DEF, I don't know, like, whatever it is. Like, they did all these scans, and they were, like, uh, you know, to check, like, all right, does he have any broken pot? Like, because when you go to the ER, how many of you guys like procedural, like, medical shows? Yeah? Okay. So, it's funny. When I went to the ER that day, I was literally finishing the first season of Scrubs, which is, like, a sitcom, not serious. But it was funny because I was, like, whoa, it feels like I'm in an episode of TV. But, like, basically doctors, when you're in a car accident or, like, some kind of traumatic, like, thing happens to your body, like, basically, when you go to the hospital, like, they don't know. They're almost like detectives. Like, they don't know what could have happened to your body because they weren't at, like, the scene of the crime, quote, unquote. You know, like, they didn't see what happened in my car accident. They might not have seen how somebody broke their arm. They might not have seen how somebody did all these things. So when doctors do all these scans, it's almost like they're putting together pieces of the puzzle to, like, see what happened to you because they weren't there. Um, so... For something like trauma, which the hospital I went to, John Muir in Walnut Creek, I was just talking to my friend Kyle about it last night, that is the, like, he was telling me, so, and Kyle, if you're listening to this, you better be right, um, he was telling me that uh, John Muir is, like, the main, like, trauma center for the Bay Area, for, like, all of Northern California, maybe. Um, so, basically, like, if, like, for a trauma center, like, what they do is, like, they evaluate you, they, like, do all this stuff, so they do all these scans. Basically, what they came to the conclusion was like, okay, like, his brain is fine. We think he had a concussion because they can't test for a concussion. Do any of you guys play football? Yeah, in the back. You know how they can't test for concussions? They can just do, like, the finger thing where, like, they're, like, follow my finger. And, like, okay, is your nose bleeding? Are you throwing up? Like, there's not, like, a test where like, you test positive for a concussion, you know? Um, basically, like, they're like, okay, he probably had a concussion because, like, he was in a car accident. And, like, he has all this trauma, like, around his head. So, like, the rest of the week, like, I always, like, wasn't on my phone. I was, like, sitting in the dark a lot just, like, to protect myself. But, like, I never even had any, like, effects of the concussion. I didn't have a headache. I didn't have, like, any pain, any of that stuff. So, like, I maybe did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe the Lord healed me from it, protected me from it. I don't know. Either way, God was there. But, basically, um, I'm talking to this guy in the lobby. And he's saying, yeah, like, you had a skull fracture. And it's about to get even grosser. So, double buckle up, those who might be squeamish. Also, the word squeamish is fun to say. Um, basically, uh, what he said to me, he was like, yeah, so you had a skull fracture, and he was like, dude, like, I could, like, see your brain. I was like, what? No, 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 you could what? No, no way. And he was like, yeah, like, I could see it. I, I, he was like, yeah, like, it, I could see inside, and, like, it was scary. Like, I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like, I, I think basically what he told me, so the story that I've always been told, the story that, like, the firefighters and the doctors said, um, is this too much for anybody so far? Be good? We locked in? We double buckled? Sweet. Um, basically, what he said to me is that, um, like, what they think happened is that I flew out of the sunroof of my car 
and that like I skidded across the pavement. Like that's like how that happened. Um, but uh, basically, um, I was like, okay, I guess that would make sense. But I flew out of the sunroof of my car. I didn't know that happened. What? Like that, that's nuts. Um, so as I'm talking to this guy, I'm realizing like, oh my gosh, like did the Lord like miraculous? Because when I got to the hospital, the scans didn't show anything. The scans didn't show. By the way, guys, your dad is here. If you're getting picked up, I don't know. Um, uh, but basically. Uh, I'm like, okay, did I get healed in the, in, the, in the ambulance on the way to the hospital? Like, did, like, the Lord, like, do something where, like, it didn't show up on a scan because it was fine? Like, I don't know what happened. And something I'm going to do over the next, I don't know how long, is pray about it and be like, okay, should I seek, like, should I get, like, a scan to see if they can show anything? But basically, um, my second point that I want you guys to take from this is that God is moving even when you don't see it. Um, God is moving even when you think he's not. God is moving even when you're not aware. God is moving even when you think, like, you're not with me. God is moving when you feel like, okay, I've been praying for this for so long, and I don't see it. What the heck? Like, God is completely moving in the background in ways that you couldn't even imagine. Because I'm sitting there talking to this guy in the lobby, thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, the Lord, like, miraculously healed me and protected me even more than I thought. And this happened 10 months ago. Like, it's not happening now. And I'm just finding out about it now. And being like, holy crap, like, the Lord, like, was totally, like, protecting me and miraculously healing me even more than I thought he was. Like, God was moving in that day even more than I was aware. Like, God was moving and healing and protecting and was, like, putting things together that day even in ways that I literally didn't know about until 45 minutes ago. Like, that's crazy to me where oftentimes, like, I think about, like, when I was in school, in high school, or when, like, you know, with friends or feeling rejected by people or anxious about something or insecure about something, oftentimes it can feel for us or for you guys as students, like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to, like, deal with my family today. Like, my parents keep arguing and it's getting worse and I don't understand what's going on. Or you might feel like, okay, I'm at school and my friends are rejecting me and I feel so alone. I'm doing everything I can to make friends and literally I don't fit in anywhere. Like, God, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you moving? God, why aren't you answering my prayer? But what I want to encourage you guys with this morning is that God is moving in the background even when you don't see it. And that's happened multiple times in my life. But the one I'm talking about today is the thing I just found out about 45 minutes ago, that the Lord was protecting me that night and even probably miraculously healed me even more than I thought um, and was moving even when I didn't see it. Um, the third thing I want to encourage you guys with today um, is that God is the same yesterday as he is today. And that's in Hebrews 13.8 where it says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But basically, um, in like as I'm walking away from like talking with this guy, like I'm asking him, like, okay, how are you? Like, so you're a paramedic. Like, are you new here? Like, hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. Like, I owe you forever. Um, uh, like, I don't even know how to thank you. Give another hug. But basically, like, when you are in a, a season of, like, a, a valley season where things are dry and you're confused and you're like, okay, I don't know what's going on in my life. I feel like God isn't with me. I don't know what to do. Like, all this stuff. Something that helps me out is looking back at, like, just how good God has been in the past. And for me, there have been seasons, whether it was me coming out of my car accident, there have been seasons in my life where when I was even, like, praying about, like, working full-time in ministry and, like, coming out of college and all this stuff, where I felt lost, and Mason, you can turn on some music because I'm going to be closing, um, where I felt lost or confused and, like, 
thinking like, okay, God, how are you moving in my life? Because I do not see it. And I feel like you're not with me. And I'm confused and I don't know what to do. Something that has encouraged me um, is that verse. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, 8. Because um, if you think about it, the same God that got you through what he got you, um, the same God that got you through what you struggled with in the past, whether you were being bullied, whether you're being made fun of, whether you felt depressed, whether you had anxiety, whatever you struggle with in the past, the same God who got you through that is with you today. Like, if God can get you through that thing that happened in the past, if God can get you through your deepest, darkest, driest valley, he can get you through whatever you're facing next. Like, when I think about what's going to happen, what's going on in my life, the season that I'm currently in, I'm in a season right now where I am, where the Lord is really revealing to me a lot of things about my heart that I'm like, oh, God, like, I didn't even know I, like, I struggled with that. Like, I didn't even know that, like, that was something that I had to address. Like, and I'm praying in my prayer life in, like, reading God's word and praying and worshiping him, I'm in a season of where God is kind of like taking me deeper. Have you guys been there before at all? Yeah. I'm in one of those seasons. And for me, sometimes when I have, when like I'm facing something and realizing like, oh, I have to walk through, like, I have to walk through like healing for this or deliverance from this, like, or like ask God for help with this. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Like, I don't want to deal with this stuff. This isn't fun. And there are people too that I know who are in seasons of healing right now who are like, walking through stuff where, like, it is hard to come before the Lord every day and ask for healing because it's so, like, painful. But something that encourages me is that verse, Hebrews 13, 8, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because the same God who healed me from my car accident is with me today. The same God who helped me walk through being insecure um, in middle school is with me today. The same God who was with me um, when I was having a hard time with my family is with me today. The same God, and he's with me tomorrow too. The end of that verse where it says yesterday, today, and forever. It says forever for a reason. It's a reminder that, hey, don't forget it. Don't forget that tomorrow God is with you as well. Like, I'm somebody who, some people it's the opposite, where it's really easy for them to come to the Lord when things are really good, but hard for them to come to the Lord when things are bad. For me, it's really easy for me to go to the Lord when I'm like struggling with something, when I'm in like a, a deep valley season where I'm like, okay, God, I'm struggling with this. I need your help. And it's hard for me to go to the Lord when I'm in a season of like, things are great. My life is awesome. This is cool. And I preached about that like a month or two ago. But the end of that verse where it says, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, the same God who helped you through all the things that you've been through, the same God who has walked you through everything that he has walked you through, like he is with you tomorrow when things are good or when things are bad. So do not forget it. Praise him because he is worthy. Um, and we're going to go to a worship in a second, but um, as we move into this time of ministry time and prayer, um, actually, Mason, we're just going to go right into worship. Don't go into soaking or anything like that. Um, as we go into this next time of worship, what I wanted to encourage you guys to do is to, one of two things, depending on where you're at, or both, because you can be both, but if you're in a season where you're like, I'm having a really hard time hearing from the Lord, I don't know what's, gonna, what's going on. Everything in my life is going wrong. I'm stuck. I'm struggling. I'm hurt. I'm struggling with sin. I'm feeling pain. Like, I don't know what to do, and I feel like God is distant. If you're in a season like that, what I want you guys to do is to, in this next 10, 15 minutes of worship, praise God for what he has done in your life. Remember the things that he's walked you through. Like, that is why we encourage you guys to journal. Like, 
we don't encourage you guys to journal because, like, oh, we want you guys to write down all the points from our sermons. Like, we encourage you guys to journal so that you have a record book of everything God has done in your life. Like, when I look back at this journal, which I'm almost done with. This would be the first journal I actually finished. Um, like, I look back at camp, summer camp, 2018. It was my last summer camp as a student. I just graduated high school. And I look back at that, and I see all the things I was praying about. I was praying about college. I was praying about what I wanted to do with my life. I was praying about tons of things about that, I'm, that I forgot about because God answered those prayers. But when I look back at these things, I remember, wow, God is so faithful to me. God is so good to me. God's sovereignty and his goodness are everlasting. Like, and that, even in the darkest, deepest valley, that encourages my spirit and encourages me to fight my flesh and to worship God, despite on paper the odds being stacked against me, despite on paper thinking I can't make it through it, despite on paper things set telling me that I shouldn't be praising the Lord right now, looking back at those things and remembering his faithfulness, like, that encourages me to, like, worship and to praise him because he's still good, even when for us it's bad. Because if God is with us, this is biblical too, if God is with us, then nothing can stand against us. No weapon against you shall prevail. Like, the enemy cannot, like, win or, and no attack against you can succeed when the Lord is on your side. So that's if you're in a season of, like, dryness and you're in a season of, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. And this kind of, you can be like, okay, I'm feeling both of those things. But if you're in a season of like, wow, God is so good. Like, he's awesome. I'm, I feel like for the first time I'm set free from all these things. I'm set free from sin. I'm set free from um, pain and death. And I feel like I'm in a season of like where it's so easy to praise him. Then lean into that. Press in and don't forget it when you're in a season of pain, when you're in a season of dryness. Don't forget just how good God is to you now. And I'm not saying this is like, oh, like you better watch out. Like you better like be on the lookout. Like something bad's going to happen. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is eventually, maybe it's five years from now, I don't know, eventually at some point in your life, because this is the human experience, at some point in your life, like you're going to have a season where things are hard again. And what I want to encourage you guys to do is just to write down just how good God is to you right now. And you can feel both of those things. You can say, okay, God is being good. Like, I thank you, Lord, for your goodness at school with my friendships, but I'm asking you for help with my family. Like, as we move into this time of prayer and worship, like, feel free to um, spread out, to write things down, to write down prayer requests, to write down how good God is to you, to write down prayers that have been answered. Because there will come a time in your life where you look back at those things and you're like, whoa, God, I didn't even remember that you moved. And I'm going to praise you all the more for it. So let's stand and we're going to move into worship and pray for us. God, I thank you, Lord, for these students. I thank you, God, for your goodness and for speaking to me this morning. I pray, Lord, that, oh, baptisms. Yes, if you're going, oh, I pause. Sorry, I completely forgot about baptisms. If you're going to baptisms, please go do that. I am so sorry. Um, God, I thank you, Lord, for your goodness this morning. I pray, Jesus, that um, you would just speak to these students right now, Lord. That as we move into this time of worship, God, that they would remember just how good you are. That they are, would remember just how worthy you are of their praise, God. And then if they're in a season of dryness, if they're in a season where they feel far from you, Jesus, I pray, Lord, that they would not only know that you're with, know that you're with them, but they would feel your presence with them this morning, Jesus. We love you and we praise you. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's worship.
Hope you guys got a ton out of that message. I know I did. If you want to connect with us here at The Rock Youth, follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. Subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify by searching The Rock YTH or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything going on at The Rock Youth. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed. See you next time.